1: FM to get started. Hey Afterbuzzers, welcome to an all-new Shadow After Show here at Afterbuzz TV. Tonight we're gonna to be recapping the season two finale. Season two, episode 20, titled Beside Still Water. And as many of you know, we have a very special guest, Kat McNamara, Skyping in. It's gonna be a ton of fun, so stay tuned. You're tuning in to the destination for TV Superfan discussion, Afterbuzz
0: TV, and now. Let the buzz begin!
1: Hello again, our awesome ABTV shadow squad. Thanks for tuning in to our Shadow Hunters After Show here at AfterBuzz. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. Dakota T. Jones, we love him. Couldn't be here for the finale. He will be back next season. Don't forget to follow him at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And of course, Becca Brown.
2: Yay! Hi, I'm Becca. Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at me And Kat McNamara over Skype. Hey, Yay. Kat. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me
1: today. Of course. Oh. Thanks for being here. Um, and if you guys didn't know, this is Kat's new song, Ember. It is really awesome. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and where so can everyone good. find you, Kat, for those that don't know?
0: Uh, on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Kat underscore McNamara and on Instagram at KitKatMeow
1: awesome and of course guys don't forget to follow AfterBuzz tv at after Buzz tv on all social media platforms rate review subscribe we love you guys we love hearing your feedback and uh, becca is in the live chat i am yes and we've gotten all of your questions for cat we'll get to as many of them as we can but wow cat what an intense, intense. finale I've been telling you guys, this season gets crazy, and I'm
0: glad we finally got to share this episode with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you must have just been crying for days straight. <laughs> I was
0: thinking that, yeah. Yeah, that whole sequence took almost four days to shoot, I think, in total, because we had to do some things in studio, and we did some things on location, and some things during the day, and some parts at night, um, and basically, we were all crying for four days straight. oh. <laughs> So, like, eyes all red by the end. Yes. Oh, completely. Like, all that eye redness that you see, that's all 100% real.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of eye redness, let's lead us to some vampires. Uh, yes. You know, of course, we have everything going on with Simon. And, Simon and we have and Simon Maya. and Maya. Maya has gone missing. She's, She's in the Sealy captive. realm. Yes. Um, it was a really interesting thing to see Luke and Simon work together to get Maya back. Um, when Isaiah was here last week, we, we asked him kind of a, I don't know, it was a very hard question that you, uh, Clary, oh, yeah, and save. Maya are his two daughters, essentially, you know? <laughs> And we're like, who would you save?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, but he, he said, that's a good question, actually. That's a very good question. And he basically gave a great answer, which was both for different reasons. You know, of yeah. course. He's a pro. <laughs>
0: I'll accept that.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I, I really love how we've gotten behind Maya in 2B. Me too. Right? 2A, she was not your friend, Clary.
0: No, I mean, but that was purely just because uh, she tried to kill Jace. And I think anybody that tries to kill Jace doesn't end up on a great list for Clary.
2: Even if it's your off. father, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> What's so great about Maya is that you have yet another girl who is such a badass woman who can take care of her own business, but who's completely different than Clary or Isabel who also kind of have that same, you know, strong, powerful female quality. Mm-hmm. And so it, hopefully it shows folks out there that, you know, the a, a, strong, confident, independent woman is not one kind of woman. It's it mm-hmm. can be every. Woman.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> in a way, too, I think the reason Clary and Maya do butt heads is because you're so similar.
0: Yeah. I, agree. I mean, look, Luke is uh, Luke is kind of father to us both. And if if he's had any hand in raising these girls, they're going to be. They're going to be very similar.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I love – oh, I just got the chills, actually. I love that. Um, and I do love that everyone is going to go save Maya. No offense. Mm-hmm. Instead of Clary, it's always, let's go save Clary. But yeah. it's kind of nice let's to have Maya someone else saving. that needs some saving, right?
0: Yeah. I'm- so, well, and I think moving forward, you're going to see Maya and Clary becoming better friends, I hope. Because now they're completely on the same page, on the same side, and uh, can actually work together to accomplish some things.
2: Yeah, I loved that the scene in the like bar at the end. I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. We'll get into the party whole party.
1: Villain. I wish I could have been there. Um, I me really too. do. I was
2: like, I'm kind of jealous. Where were our invites? Was- <laughs>
1: <laughs> but of course, we need to talk about the Sealy Queen and everything she's doing.
2: Oh, First of all, Sarah's doing so good.
1: I know it would be a very scary place to be kidnapped, but it would also be so beautiful, right? <laughs> if I'm gonna get kidnapped, take me to the Sealy Realm. Just right? you know, it's like a nightmare, <laughs> but pretty.
2: <laughs> I, I feel like I've said that before to you, and you were like, ah, "But it's creepy," and I'm like, "No, but it's pretty," and you were like judging me. Oh, I don't remember that. It could have back been back Dakota up. who was judging <laughs> me, but I think you were judging me too.
1: Well, you know, we know that the Sealy Queen is up to no good, and she has this obsession with Simon. And, you know, I'm sure it's a combination of him being the charming Simon that we know and love and also that he's a daylighter. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think as Clary, just if she were to be really in the know, everything that's going on with Simon, the Seelie Queen, what do you think she'd feel about someone taking advantage of of Simon this way? I think if anyone tries to hurt Simon, Clary will bring her
0: vengeance down on them. Um, But not only that, Clary gives the benefit of the doubt to just about every other person in the shadow world that like, Clary can give anybody a chance. Mm-hmm. She even gave Jonathan, Jonathan a chance, yeah. but the Sealy queen is the one person that Clary does not have any love for. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just purely because she very nearly destroyed the most important relationship in Clary's life. And that's her relationship with Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, she, and that it's, is. yeah, so the, now, she was the one thing that almost ruined them in any sense, romantic or otherwise. And so that's always going to be a point of contention for Clary.
1: Do you think um, at all, in, in retrospect, as Clary, yeah. that in a way, the Seely Queen, perhaps... She, I wouldn't say did her a favor, but brought true feelings to light. And now it kind of changed the course of everything, which Clary seems
2: to be kind of happy about. She quickly changed the course a little too quickly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> true.
0: True. But um, the end does not justify the
2: means.
1: No. None mm-hmm. of her business. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, mind your own. Business.
1: Yes. But, of course, yeah. kudos to Sarah Highland. I mean, um, she oh, was wow. so great in the role.
2: She's doing yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah. I want to see more. I tweeted today while I was watching the episode. I want to see a lot more.
1: I think we will.
2: I
0: don't yeah. know. I have I, a feeling that we no. can. Yeah. She does such an amazing job. Just I'll never forget the moment I watched her walk onto set as the Sealy Queen for the first time. My jaw just, like, hit the floor.
1: <laughs> you were like, you That's... evil goddess, you. Oh, my God. Truly.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> oh, my God. It just she brought so much nuance and so
1: much life to that role. It was amazing. hmm so next let's talk about this demon that is on the loose and um you know Alec and Izzy and Jace and Clary go fighting you know trying to fight this dragon looking demon um and in the we'll talk about Sebastian in a little bit what happened with him but you know we briefly saw it and I love just visually the scene of the four of you guys yep, in New York City just <laughs> trying to shoot down this dragon looking thing
2: They're like walking I was like yes Shadow Squad <laughs> yes
1: and I mean I know this wasn't shot in New York this <clears throat> was a green screen I'm assuming it looked very real to me
0: well, actually it was Toronto. we shut down the biggest street in Toronto for a whole day Oh my god! and they brought in New York City taxi cabs they brought in buses they brought in like hot dog carts and cop cars and all these things and so we had we were in downtown Toronto running around with drones. We had drones that were um, actually shooting it because that's the only way we could get these kind of swooping shots in the air. Um, And so we kind of felt like the Avengers for a day. Because we're in the middle of the city and the monster's flying around and we
1: got our swords out and we're running um it was really fun yeah it absolutely did remind me of the Avengers I was trying to think what is this reminding me of but now that you said it makes so much sense I was gonna say but yeah. cooler than the Avengers <laughs> both oh are very God. cool <laughs> <laughs> um and I, I mean I know that like you posted an Instagram picture a few days ago with you and Matt uh just in the middle of the street doing your thing and it's just so cool I yeah mean, it is. But we, of course, after you know, you guys shoot this demon, it creates a bunch of little mini ones that that fly away. It's like bedbugs. <laughs> just keep on making more, more of them, steroids. and yeah, it's just you don't yeah. you don't want them. Um, it seems pretty terrifying. What was it like for you guys? Um, I mean, did they have a little stuffed animal on a stick? Just point, <laughs> like, how does that work? I mean, I'm thinking about it. It's not yeah, actually flying. It was our
0: director from Hastings with a microphone going, and now they break apart into a bunch of little demons. And then what goes that way? And then police car, hot dog car, <laughs> building. And we're just all looking at the just different like shouting. things. And then it's coming at you and then down the subway, somewhere. Literally just yelling out cues oh, um God. over a loud speaker in the middle of downtown and then you have the four of us just looking like we're crazy, yelling <laughs> at nothing. Um, it's
1: pretty funny. <laughs> Definitely a bonding experience, I'm I'm sure.
2: I mean and that's when the talent like truly comes out. I yeah? like, like <laughs> true talent right there. Being yelled at and then like doing There that. you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know, it's like talent is a combination of um, being in the right place at the wrong time, really having what it takes, but also a little bit of insanity. That's what I always said. It's like, hello, you can't be pointing at this and not be totally sane. It's not there. <laughs>
0: right. But it's, it's a, that's the funny thing. When you work with people for three years, we all kind of become a unit, you know, because yeah. we've been almost like a unit in battle for three years now, and and. It's continuing to become that as we do more and more of these things.
1: Yeah, I'm like God. You must be tired. I mean, the best kind of tired possible. But geez, the I tired. would be so tired. All the all the fighting.
0: <laughs> that episode was exhausting, but in the best way. i sure it was the hardest work I've ever done in my life. But oh, it's wow. the most fun.
1: It's the kind of stuff I live for as an actor. Oh, well, and
2: it was dark physically and literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Um, you know, we have some Alec and Magnus. It, it it was rough until the end, but I loved what was going on there and how yes. madness in a way at the first half of the episode seemed to have turned on the shadow hunters and yeah i was I was just curious you know is it a combination of him being hurt by Alec and being overly cautious to protect his people, which he feels as though he didn't do
2: I think there's a lot of overly cautious That's He was a little opinion. bitter he was a little bitter
1: what did you think cat? just about his reaction, you know, to Alec coming to ask for help and just his overall, like he knew that the Sealy Queen and Valentine were in cahoots and he was kind of okay with it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of shocking to see um, a character who's been so on our side and so anti-Valentine for so long kind of almost side with him. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Magnus is a character that he knows up to a point that things can always turn the other way. And he knows up to a point that things are going to turn out all right. But you clearly saw when there came a point where he knew that things were going south and that things were going against the way of the downholders and the way of the shadow hunters. He, of course, he, he was never really on their side. I think he was just doing what he
1: had to do to play along to save his people, which as a leader, that's what you have to do sometimes. I mean, it was interesting to be reminded of that because I feel like we, you know, we've seen warlocks, but Magnus really is the main, like, we don't see a warlock besides him on a pretty regular basis. With vampires, you know, there's quite a few coming in and out. Werewolves, quite a few coming in and out. But I'm like, Magnus, I haven't even seen you. We basically
2: see Magnus.
1: Yeah, I haven't even seen you really talk about your own people that much until now. So I guess it was kind of a wake-up call, you know, that maybe he thought he wasn't doing his job.
2: Well, I feel like he talks about his own people more than we see his own people. Perhaps, yeah, because we did
1: see them last week. It's nice to be reminded of who they are, for sure. Yeah. Um, It's it's honestly just the
0: nature of the beast, too, part mm -hmm. of the pun. Yeah. Because... (laughs) Werewolves are pack animals, and vampires have their clan, and they all live together. But warlocks are very individual, and they almost kind of have so – each one is so distinct because of their warlock marks, they have their own lives, and, and they don't necessarily convene often.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, very, very true. It's you know, important to remember yeah. how each creature and people differentiate because they are you know warlocks, vampires, shadow hunters, so and werewolves are each a different beast – and um, have different kind of, like, feelings, emotions, different ways they deal with things. So I do kind of like that I was surprised by how Magnus was dealing with this because I go, oh, I guess I haven't heard you talk about them in a while. Like, where are your peeps? Yeah. (laughs) And we have this really, you know, very interesting scene where Magnus almost dies um, as he's trying to – now correct me if I'm wrong. I of
2: almost deaths.
1: Yeah, so – I, was it a portal or just like this demon hole?
2: It, a little bit of both. It
0: was, it was kind of a wormhole into a demon
1: realm. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. That. And yeah, that, that's what I thought too. Um, and as these De- this demon is chasing after Alec and, Everyone. yeah, it's just not working. It's the first like, time. Yay. Yeah, I've actually seen real fear on Alec's face while he's fighting, you know? Yeah. Normally he's just on he's like, it. this
2: is easy. I, this is, like, <laughs> just basic
0: stuff. Yeah. but I love that moment when he shot the arrow at the demon and then suddenly, you know, you see him, you know, he shoots it and he's watching it. And then he kind of has the moment of, oh no, oh no, no, that was not the right here. Just that regret that washes over his face.
1: Yeah, and you know what's important to remember is that Magnus was already using so much power to close the hole that already could have potentially killed him, but he had to use that extra little bit to save, save. Alec and
2: save the day.
1: It was so sweet, so romantic. That's um, for
2: romances. Yes, when you look at the definition of romance. In Malik. it's yeah. definitely Malik.
1: It definitely is. So, of course, you know, we have to get into what's going on with uh, Clary and Jace. And, of course, we see uh, Malachi. And uh, it's that's how I say it, right? Malachi, did I say it right? Malachi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we finally meet him, and they're in Idris. And they're going to do their due diligence to tell him, you know, Valentine is in bed with the Seelie Queen. He is, has all these plans to do this, this, and this. And um, Malachi is not surprised. He has been his secret informant this whole time. What a big shocker.
0: I know. Well, now we know why there were so many things going on with the clave and so many things that so many miscommunications and errors and assumptions being made because Valentine was behind it all. Uh, it it makes Val- news
2: like everywhere.
1: It makes me think, though, you know, what about the Lightwoods? You know, what about Alec and Izzy's parents, specifically, who claim to, you know, be working very close to the clave in Idris. So I'm thinking, did did really nobody know except for a few people close to him? I don't know. Or people knew and they were just scared to
2: to say something.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, I... As you all know, and I think we've told you, Kat, I personally have only read the first book, and I wanted to continue to be surprised yeah. to enjoy the show, but now I'm so curious like, what was in the book? Um, was this Malachi thing with the clave in the book? Um, let us know in the chat, because I would be interested to see if that was a new twist that the writers took on everything, um, or if this was kind of part of the story the whole time.
2: What I think is interesting yeah. is I've been talking about, like, how mud about like how i'm more scared of, of sebastian jonathan than i've been of valentine this whole season yeah and like suddenly valentine just ramped everything up like 10, yeah thousand levels i'm like okay never mind i take back everything i said about about jonathan being <laughs> more scary everything i said Valentine is the king of evil, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But, Kat,
1: back to this thing we were talking about with the book. I know you've read the books. Do you remember the Malachi thing being in there? Um, Or do you – I I have a feeling it was a new twist they threw into the story on the show.
0: From what I recall, it was in there, but it was in a different form. Okay. I think Malachi was a traitor to Valentine, but – That's what – Because all of this – this whole battle took place in the city center of Idris. Mm-hmm. in um or at least the Malachi bit took place in Idris, not in Brosland Forest in the books right and so yeah. it was actually in the city of Alicante and they were in the council hall and something happened and I just remember Clary's in there with Malachi and he admits something to her and then the ceiling shatters and it's it's this like whole beautiful scene um But I don't honestly recall exactly what it was because it's been so long since I read the book.
1: Yeah. uh, Again, guys, always in the comments, chat, uh, correct us, let us know. Um, But it was a very – such a sad scene when you and Jace are tied up and it's like we're about to die. And you just look at each other, you know. And usually I felt as though there was kind of a secret language going on. But there was a moment where Clary – Just It's like she just put her head to the ground kind of in defeat as her arms are tied behind her. Do you remember – I mean, I'm not – like, you did that. Do you remember shooting that, thinking, like, just how intense this all was? I do.
0: Well, that that fight scene was actually, um, I guess, intense from the beginning because Mm -hmm. everything was so – There were so many fights in our finale that we had to, and there's so many sets that were so different. We had to change a lot of the fight that we'd rehearsed on the day when we got to the set because we got there and the way the light was and the way that the trees were arranged, it, we had to adjust most of it. Um, so we basically had to relearn that fight first of all. Right. And the, But we have such an amazing stunt team and such amazing stunt performers that everybody was able to pull it together really quickly. Um, and it turned out the way it did. But also there's – in all of this super emotional stuff, we've been building up these relationships for so long mm-hmm. that – there's so much that happens that's not on the page. Like that, mm-hmm. me putting my head on the on the thing was not on the page. Jay's breaking his thumb to get out of the stuff was not on the page. Mm-hmm. And there were actually some things
1: that were on the page that they ended up not using in lieu of that. So it's stuff that you guys brought to the table and kind of happened organically?
0: Yeah, there, but there were some lines that they actually ended up cutting in the final cut. And they just put all of that unspoken stuff in there instead. And it, it almost says more.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but it, it's just so interesting because we don't even think about those things in advance or many of them. And they just kind of happen on the day. And you go, oh, wow, that's the magic of having this family and working so yeah. closely with everyone. And having put all of the time and effort and thought into these characters. Mm-hmm. Is that when you kind of just play and let it go, things just happen.
2: Yeah part of the... Naturally.
1: Yeah, it's the beauty of kind of having people you know well to work with and just, you know, being so in the moment. And um, I could definitely tell that. I, I it, Even though you didn't say anything, like you said, that moment when you put your head on the ground is probably one of the moments I'm going to remember the most from this entire yeah. season. Because Clary's a fighter, you know?
2: Well, just everything about this episode of Clary wise, because she was... Oh, yeah. Fast, I mean, like, a lot emotion. of
1: crazy stuff happened. Everything happened. So we have, again, with the eyes uh, with Jace, which is something that I know everybody knows from the books and that is, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of how he got the strength to break free and then break Clary free. Um, And I mean, they just literally just kill everyone around them. I mean, The two of them because Valentine later says, you're too dangerous together. And I think this is the first time we've really been able to see how dangerous these two are. It's almost like Bonnie and Clyde.
0: Yeah. Well, think about it. You know, their their connection is what gives them power, and mm-hmm. it's their it's the combined force of their not only their angelic blood, but their connection with each other. And we've seen the power of that connection in episode nineteen. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward, it's it's great to see the two of them fighting side by side like that, because that's their future, hopefully.
2: Yeah, so definitely. I-
1: but the most terrible thing happens, and uh, they think that they are free. And uh, Valentine Whoa. comes and just stabs Jace, and you know it happens very fast. He's dead
0: Happy with nice. a little tiny knife, too. Yeah, it happened too fast. Like really, Valentine? Come on.
1: Yeah, I mean it Don't was killing it in there. <laughs> And I did love though how Valentine, you know, kind of said, "I love you both. I, I do love Jace." and yeah. I'm sorry.
2: He he essentially to me said in that scene like I love you and this is why I'm killing you and I'm like okay you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well I yeah
1: I mean I kind of took it as I love you both but I love me more and my mission to kill all of the downworlders more than I I love both of you and since you know Clary is his actual blood child. Um, I think that that is part of the reason why he decided to let her live. He knew he needed to kill one of them. (laughs) How sweet, you know. (laughs) Dad of the year.
0: To make that choice based on this area.
1: Tell me about shooting this scene um, with, you know, Alan, with Valentine. It was you, this is the first, we literally see your eyes turn red. That's, I mean, and because we see Jace's eyes turn this amber color. But you're so angry that you just really, you snapped.
0: And that's it. For the first time, you know, Clary is kind of the heart and the light and the passion and the, you know, all of these warm qualities and tries to give people the benefit of the doubt. She tries to move on from things. But there came a point where Valentine has taken so much from her. And Valentine has hurt so many people that she loves and it gets to a point where she says no more mm-hmm. and she does snap and she quits caring about her own life. She quits caring about doing the right thing and being just and giving people the benefit of the doubt. And she is ready to end this, even if it ends her. Um, and that, ironically, that is the Morganstern in her. That is the Valentine in her that we saw. Yeah. And something I didn't even notice Alan did on the day, but I, I watched it, and I had to watch it a couple times to make sure I caught it. As Clary is stabbing Valentine, there's a flash in his eyes of almost pride and, wow. and like, oh. approval like, that, dang. like, this is the daughter I've always wanted, even though as he's as I'm killing him. Yeah, it's like a fighter. I have become a Morganser.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, because when you think about it, Clary still thinks that she killed Jonathan. She yeah. thinks he's dead. So in the span of not very long, I'm assuming it's been less than a day, you killed in your head your brother and your father. Yeah. When you hear that on paper, like, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. But it the thing that's so cool about Clary is that it took so much for her to get there, and she did the right thing even though she yeah. feels like she has no family and nobody left. And she wanted to family. cling on to, you know, these two men in, in some way. I mean, I know Valentine was, I think that she was ready for him to go because he killed her mother.
0: Yeah. That so, was, I mean, losing Jocelyn was a huge blow for Clary.
1: and It was a huge blow for us. i was still upset about I'm that. Still,
0: my heart is still like... <laughs> Well, and now you—if know, you
2: think about it—in the story that was maybe ten days ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I would—I would not be over that. I would still be sobbing on the floor, crying, and not fighting right. with knives. No.
1: Oh, I would probably be fighting with <laughs> knives everywhere. I would be, I would be all over the place. I would stop crying, and then I'd be like, "I'm gonna kill them all." <laughs> yeah. Damn. So she
0: lost her mother, and then now she's lost her brother,
1: and then she loses Jace. Who, do you think she realizes in the moment when he dies? I mean, I think she always knew, but it solidified like you're the love of my life. You're the per- you're you're my person.
0: I think she knows that from the moment she almost got her head cut off. Yeah. And I think <laughs> it's that point after the fight when she runs to him and just can't even speak. It's that mo- that is the moment that almost their relationship starts in a sense. Yeah. Cause it's the moment that they both truly realize that if we don't do this together if we are not together in everything that we do what is what is like you know if we don't have each other we can't live we can't survive yeah yeah and then when she loses him it breaks her because she finally figured it out she finally was clear in how she felt and what she wanted and she knew what she wanted
1: and she lost him he literally slipped through her fingertips and he says, "I love you" before he oh, dies. And I'm trying to oh. remember: had he ever has I ha, have I love yous ever been exchanged personally? And that I wasn't so, on the page. Yeah. That
0: oh, was something God. that Dom just did in a take on the in the moment, and we were both like,
2: "That stays." Yes. That stays. Yeah. It was. You know. It's kind of Romeo and Juliet-ish in a huh. sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the relationships on the show mirror things in Shakespeare, honestly, and just, you know, old plays, literature, and, I mean, of course, the books. Um, But these relationships that they've built, they're they're so complicated, but also we can understand them. Right. Which is what I really love. Um, And then, of
2: course, what's that, Bex? Um, Speaking, going back to the uh, Jace death scene, um, everyone on the chat was talking about how uh, Alex's reaction was completely oh, heartbreaking. Yes, the of batallion. course. <laughs> we talk about that. Oh, I that loved
0: it. Montage that, was... that made me cry.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Well, as if that's... like as if Clary's reaction didn't already have me heartbroken enough, then that happened, and I'm like, great. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing is you have this combination of these two these two characters that are so entwined in his life. Yeah. And that not only mean the world to him but jace means the world to each of them and losing jace kind of kills a little bit of each of them Both,
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. you know and and neither not not one of those three characters will be the same moving forward oh no
2: and we see it at the end yeah
1: to jump ahead but we'll get to that well we need to get to this angel
0: um how do you oh yeah that's right the angel
1: yes uh how do you say his name
0: Raziel.
2: Brazil, uh, yeah. yes. That's not how I pictured <laughs> angels before this show. Well, I don't know. I kind of did. I, well, it, the they're light just a white, thing is, a white light. light thing.
1: Yeah, beaming through. But... And
2: I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. Now I have a new, it's a new <laughs> take on what I think angels look like.
1: Well, in a way, I do too, but because I didn't see this angel as a purely, like, so angelic and so good. I mean, I guess there's rules for them too. But he – he was like – he knew your name and and you were like, how do you know my name? And he goes, this is not important and gave you one, you know, wish to grant and you wanted to change it. But, like, the thing that I'm saying is I guess with the technicality, whoever has those three pieces, which Valentine did, can raise the angel and they can get whatever they wish for. And Valentine wished for all downworlders and the shadow hunters he didn't care for um, to die – So if the angel's so good, why would he do something like that, you know?
0: This is what I love about this story, is you have a story that is quite literally about good versus evil, quite literally about angels versus demons. And yet what it shows is that no one is truly good or truly evil. Mm -hmm. It's all shades of gray. And that's true for life as well. It is. Yeah.
1: Well, of course, then she asks for Jace to be brought back to life. He is. And he's a little bit, you know, worried. He goes, there's always a price. You know, why would you kind of, why would you do this? And uh, we later at the end of the episode start to see what this price might be. But there is a moment there where we're back to. Yeah, we're back to OG Clary, though. That's a little bit naive. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, this was a miracle. And he's like, no. (laughs)
0: No. I think at this point, though, Clary, at that moment, Clary is done with darkness. She's done with death. She's done yeah. with worrying about things mm-hmm. because she's been through it all. She's been through her worst nightmare and come out the other side. And so she's like, you know what? Right now is not the time for worrying about things anymore. You're alive. I'm alive. We're together. That's all that matters.
2: i I also liked how the first thing that uh Jace did when he like came back from the dead was like ask Claire if yeah. she was okay. Ask if
1: you were okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, you died. Okay.
1: <laughs> She's like, Wow, um, I love you. You're amazing. That is true love. You know, someone wakes up from the dead and goes, How you doing? Not, you know, <laughs> I just died.
2: Yeah, not I just died, I'm fine, don't worry. How are you? <laughs>
1: But what was very interesting is that, you know, we have uh, Izzy and Alec and Magnus. They they find them, and they're, you know, together. They're kissing. They're happy. But they, Jace doesn't reveal what actually happened, um, and Clary's wondering why. But
2: she does keep her mouth shut. Well, the chat says Team Evil is coming. Ooh. Team Lizzie, Evil. Selena, and Billie Jean Girl 24 all said something about <laughs> Evil is coming. Well, I know that...
1: Clary probably thinks this is this is Jace's story to tell. This is his, you know, he just died. I'm not going to really it's not my place. But what do you think was going through her head when she goes, "Why didn't why didn't you tell them the truth?"
0: I think she just she wants Jace to because she can tell something's bothering him. So she desperately wants him to just relax and enjoy himself and not be so on guard Mm -hmm. because made it we've won, we've got it, you know, but she can tell something bothering him and maybe, you know, she, Lord knows she thinks maybe it's her, you know, he's regretting his decision. Maybe he's regretting them, you know? So she has to just check in with him, but also Jace doesn't trust a lot of people. And Clary wants to sort of open that door for him to to open up to her, open up to Alec. and um, Clary just she needs to learn she needs to know you know she's always questioning. she's always trying to learn about the shadow world. and maybe there's something she doesn't know and she's tired of making mistakes. yeah so by kind of asking that it's like, okay, now what is there something we need to do? But ultimately it's, it's I think it's just about Checking in with Jace And just She's finally able to care about them Or about him In the way that she always has And openly And so now that's kind of The beginnings of that And the beginnings of their relationship That hopefully
1: we'll see moving forward Oh I hope so yeah. Sure we will yes. We of course have to get to our Downworlder slash Shadowhunter Party extravaganza yes. Finally people are having
2: some fun oh. Next time I want an invite to that Yes
1: I, um, I, there was, it, it was really nice because, A, it's great to see these characters actually having fun and letting loose. And having, like, a life. Yeah. And, B, we got some really cool mini scenes with a lot of very, very yes. important characters in this one big scene. First, you know, Izzy and Clary. I feel like in 2B, we haven't gotten as much of this, we
2: haven't. you know,
1: girl power, you know, sisterhood. It breaks my heart. And it was short, but I loved what how you guys you know, did it. Tell me a little bit. Did you? Did that scene mean a lot to you because it is kind of important to remember, like, this girl is my sister now? Like of my course. sister. Well,
0: especially for Clary in that moment. Because, yes, it's a celebration, but it's also kind of realizing that, you know, Clary is coming to terms with the fact that all of her biological family is dead.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She,
0: she literally has no one left. But then looking around that, you know, she could go mourn that fact she could go crawl into a hole and kind of let that destroy her but then she looks around and she sees luke and izzy and alec and jace and simon and that's and maya and that's right. her family yes
1: uh, well of course we get the simon and clary moment which i'm thinking yeah. wow these people God, get I over know. heartbreak quickly um, yeah. But it was nice, and it gave me some closure at the same time. I think that Simon was trying to be nice to everybody because he knew what he was about to do. Um, And he's also very happy with Maya. And he is very happy with Maya,
0: and Clary knows that. And ultimately, above all else, that is what – That's what she wants for Simon. It's just for him to be happy. But what I think is so interesting about that scene between Simon and Clary is they're both approaching it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Clary's approaching it as, like, a new beginning, a clean slate, a fresh start. We can finally be friends again. And Simon's saying
1: goodbye. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's very sad. And, you know, he's also saying goodbye to Maya. and they're really just getting started and he did this for her i think he did it for everybody in a way but he a huge chunk of it was for maya
0: most directly for maya
1: yeah and you know maya we usually see as very tough and like fighting all the time and just has like a very big wall up and this was one of the first moments i've ever seen her where she's just she's a giggly little girl almost you know she's so giddy and happy
2: she seems, like, truly happy and not trying to, like, hide anything happy.
1: Yes. And sadly, that's when um, uh, her boyfriend, who she really cares about, you know, he Kind of is, ditches her. Yeah, he's, well, he's doing what he's got to do, what he thinks he's got to do. Uh, with th- keyword, things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew that Simon was going to do something heroic, and it's like really seeing him turn into a man... Um, and instead of being so scared all the time, he kind of really starts taking the reins and is like, I want to start protecting people that I love.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And, you know, I mean, listen, I'm not worried. He'll be okay. I think he'll get out of it somehow. But it will be fun to see him in the Sealy realm, I hope, with the queen and them just having this, like, bickering. Um, and I'm almost thinking, too, by the time he gets back into our world, not a lot of time will have passed. I'm hoping that's just like my hope and that people won't be that worried about him. He'll be like, I've been there for a year. You guys. (laughs) He'll
0: be like, dude, it's been 20 minutes. You're fine.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, did you go to the bathroom?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be
2: so funny. <laughs> yeah, that that would be Where'd great. You go?
1: <laughs> and we get a brief um, Jace and Maya scene, which you know we've we've had Dom on, we've had Alicia on, and we've talked about the scene that happened with them where they hooked yes. up. And it really is just kind of, a, it was just a hookup, and yeah. um, they had to get it out it of was their system. Something,
2: but
1: yeah, and they both see how happy each of them are, and it's like I wanted this for you. Like I didn't really yeah. want you. But I want you to be happy now that we've, yeah. you know, had this union. So I do appreciate them bringing that storyline back because I was thinking, what, are they just going to have sex in the alley and no one's going to talk about it ever again? Like, that was important.
0: <laughs> well, it was nice because it gave them both closure and it it kind of allowed everyone to move on with a clean slate and, and with goodwill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Jace and Clary, again, he's still acting weird um we see that he is in a ton of pain. I don't know what it, what he had on his arms exactly. It seemed like it looked like black marks. Was i Those are runes I think. Oh, those were just his runes cuz I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, is he like are his veins turning is his blood turning black?" You know, I wasn't just They're just even under the jacket. He yeah,
0: he leather jacket. <laughs> exactly.
1: Just I guess I'm just not used to seeing them. Uh but there's uh, clearly Something is not right with Jace, um, and I do think it possibly could tie into Sebastian or Jonathan. I don't oh. know what to call him anymore.
2: Yeah, I just
0: say, I nobody knows what say to call anybody <laughs> else. So. Everybody the, has multiple names.
2: There's also people who were talking about um the drunk Luke: scene. yes, of course we need drunk Luke is the best. Can we have Tipsy Luke all the time? Yes Well, someone he's just the best
1: um i said drunk luke is fun luke and then he says um what does he say he's like i will come for you like he's he's like i'm sticky i know he's sticky
2: <laughs> and then uh sarah asked "Is drunk luke actually isaiah
1: <laughs>
2: well I we've mean, met him he's a lot of sarah fun
0: had us in stitches that day none of us could keep a straight face and thank
2: goodness we didn't have to
1: yeah Oh my God! I lo- I was just. I was like, this is the Isaiah we've had come yeah, to the studio. That's you yeah, know.
2: That's what I was thinking. Oh when God, he's so comment. much fun.
1: And then before yeah. we get to questions, we of course need to talk about the Jonathan slash Sebastian storyline. The beginning of the episode, you know, we, he's alive. We see him wash up on the beach, Ugh. and as he's about to die, he says, "Mother," and then that's when we see these dragon demons uh, kind of surrounding him, and then in the final scene. He wakes up in a cave, and those things are flying around, and then we see the the demon dragons come together and form a woman, yes. and, and it's her son, and she's like, I'm finally here, son. Wow. Bye. That was a really... I loved the way that... it. it, it I love the way the season ended because it goes oh god
2: oh god yeah I was like oh it's over till it's over <laughs> yeah
1: seriously don't get too excited guys um, I
2: mean they're all getting excited and that's when you know like something else that's terrible is, go- is gonna happen when like everyone thinks that it's yeah done. when everyone's happy <laughs>
0: I have to give a huge shout out to folks VFX that does the visual effects on our show mm-hmm. because that entire ending scene was done on a 360 degree green screen set so that was was almost entirely them crafting that entire world, those demons, yeah. how the woman formed, everything. And I, I saw it for the first time last night and I was floored. They have done such an amazing job.
1: It looked really, really cool. Um it was almost as though they just spe- I, I could tell they spent a lot of money on this episode. Just I was like, yeah. wow, oh my God. This is
2: No, I was blown away.
1: Yeah, it could be in a movie theater in three D. You know? Been. They pulled out all the
0: stops for the finale, but that's what our show needed because the stakes were so elevated. We had to elevate the production level Mm -hmm. and the cinematography and everything else to that in order to give it the proper credence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, we got to get to some fan questions. We have about eight to ten minutes left, but we have a bunch for you. Okay, so um, Slay Frey. Uh says how many times did you have to film the scene where clearly kills Valentine? That fight scene in and of
0: itself, just the portion that of the fight, it took us. Oh my God. That's right. So it rained that day and we were outside. So it took us about twice as long as it should have, because we kept having to stop because it would pour rain. Mm-hmm. and then we'd have to wait for it to stop pouring so we could pull the cameras out again. Um, so that's why we were so muddy, because we were fighting on this grass that had gotten wet, and then it was just all mud. Uh, but I think that it took us about half a day to shoot, because with the drone and with all of the shots we had to get and the the, the different kind of stages of that scene. Um, but it was so worthwhile. I mean, the... Our stunt team did such an amazing job that, you know, our, um, I always worry about my stunt double because she's so amazing at throwing herself around. You know, I did most of the fight, but all of those falls and throws and things like that where she hits the ground so hard, that was her. And she she gets out there and does it. She's such a badass. I don't know how she does it. But um, in between that and then actually Alan and I digging in there and getting into that fight and – over and over and over again both of us hitting the deck getting back up hitting the deck smacking each other around it it was such a fun scene to shoot it's one of my favorite fights I've ever done on the show because of the emotional intensity behind it
1: yeah Oh, wait, I just need to back up actually one minute because I know the fans will have my head. Um, and it's not because I didn't want to talk about it. We just have so many fan questions. Of course, it, it's uh, the Alec and Magnus. They get back together officially. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yeah. I just was like, whoa. Um, it, it's so sweet. They can't live without each other. And they each essentially say that um, I've been miserable without you. I don't think I can actually live without you, which is a big parallel it, to Jason Clary, too. I was going to say, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, just shout out to them because that was the sweetest, sweetest scene. They make each other stronger. They really do, which it's hopefully Magnus deal. has learned now. Um, but back to questions, of course. Becca, what's the next question you got?
2: Wow. There are so many right now. Okay, how was, like, compared to other episodes, what was it like working with Alan in the finale? Oh,
0: it was great. See, I haven't, I haven't compared to, you know, like Will and, and yeah. Don, I haven't gotten to work with Alan as much on the show. And this past, in 2B, I got to work with him quite a bit more. And I, I love working with Alan. He's so brilliant. And he's so just, just the, he's the best villain. He's so, so good. And he's the, he's the most evil dad on television. And I love him, <laughs> him to death. Um, but having, being able to do this scene with him, that's because it's such an iconic moment in the story, it was it was a real honor, honestly, and a privilege and I'm gonna miss working with Alan so much. Yeah. It is um, fantastic. It was really sad actually. <laughs> doing those scenes, you know, especially the scene on the beach where they finally confront each other mm-hmm. as father and daughter for the first time. Yeah. You know, like I'm so glad you're awake to see this and kind of really confronts their relationship. It was it was almost tragic because this is the one moment that they have to actually be a father and daughter and it's so twisted and it's so messed up. So wrong. Yeah. yeah. And it's the last scenes I got to shoot with Alan and it was just, you
2: know, kind of it was it was very sad. It was bittersweet. And that was from um McNamara Bay <laughs> on Twitter. Um, so I
1: like this question, but it's okay if you can't remember off the top of your head, but I'm sure Kat definitely will have an answer to this. Um, Para Bacat said, what's your favorite quote from 2B? Like your favorite line that you remember saying or something that just sticks out to you?
0: There's so many, but one that I, – I, and I know there, there's – I'm terrible at favorites, so there's mm-hmm. going to be so many more that I'm not thinking of oh, right yeah. now. But the one that jumps to my mind immediately – just because I remember when I read the script for the first time, it was one of my favorite lines they've ever ever written for me. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in the party, and it's between me and Simon, and it's when Clary says, I need you in my world, Simon Lewis. Because truer yes. words have never been spoken out of that girl's mouth.
1: That oh. gives
2: me chills right now. It breaks my heart,
1: though. It does, because I actually really liked the romance between you and Simon. It's one of those things you know it's not going to last forever, but I yeah. really understood it and thought it was very yeah. sweet i did too and that's
0: that's the thing that's what both of them needed at that point
1: yeah but
0: they both realized that they need other things and they-, they were able to move on and their friendship was able to heal and almost be stronger because of it and both of them know without a shadow of a doubt that they need each other and they need to be in each other life others lives and clary knows that she needs him Yeah. She can't she isn't herself without him in her life. And moving forward we'll see how that takes a toll on everything, considering Simon's (gasps) difficult decision.
2: Yes. Simon is just gonna break my heart again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, ever since DJ H asked if you could describe Claire's journey during season two in a song, what song would describe it? Um
0: probably this is this is kind of clary's song i think from from season two b and i think it's carrying into season three based on what i know so far um believer by imagine dragons oh i
1: love that that's,
0: that's a kind one. of their whole album has been on repeat for me lately but that song i think kind of encompasses everything they have great
1: songs. Alright, last really question we're gonna do for tonight, which is um again from Slay Frey, we just you asked a really great questions. She's fantastic. Um, what are you most excited about now that you are back in Toronto to film season three?
0: It's actually a really pertinent question for today. Um, because we are kind of back in the swing of things for production. I spent all day at the studio training and in wardrobe fittings and getting new versions of the script and things like that. And just seeing the growth of the show and how the characters are changing. Because after everything that Clary's been through, she isn't the same person. And kind of the the glamour and the glitter and the, the wonder of the shadow world is gone. Mm-hmm. And now she sees clearly the cold, brutal, deadly side of this world. And that affects how she sees it. And moving forward, she's no longer that child with stars in her eyes. She is an adult, and she understands the shadow world more, and she understands that it's not always easy, and it's not always pretty. And I mean, she murdered her father. (laughs) So that
1: doesn't come without consequences. And she thinks she still murdered her brother.
0: Right. And, you know, just as a human being, that doesn't come without consequences. Yeah. And that all of that is being reflected in the way she fights and in the way she dresses and in the way like her entire look, her entire demeanor. um, But particularly in the way she fights.
1: And that's something that's really, really wonderful coming that I'm Yeah, excited I mean for. maybe there's a bit of Valentine since he died. It's uh, you know, left over in his daughter a little bit, those eyes oh. that you had before you killed quite him. Quite I was like, Oh god. Quite literally. Yeah. Seems
2: scary but...
1: Well, on that note, of course, thank you so 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 much, Kat, for being here virtually. You've come in so many times to see yes. us. We all love you know, you. it.
0: Was- couldn't be there I'm sending virtual cupcakes oh I can't bring them in. we adore
1: you <laughs> yeah that's oh that's the sweetest thing and hopefully you know I'm sure we'll see you next yes. season we'll be chatting with you next season um one more uh, time so- yeah one more time for the fans where can they find you on social media
0: cat underscore mac on twitter and kick
1: on instagram awesome well cat kick some serious butt I know you will and have fun, and be careful. And congrats on the song. <laughs> and congrats on the song. We love it. Everyone yeah, loves it.
2: Everyone, in all caps on the chat, is going, Ember, Ember. <laughs> like, yes. So yeah, having some technical
0: difficulties with the releasing and the uploading and all of that. But it will be out. We are going to get it figured out over the next couple days. Um, but yes, please enjoy. I'm I'm really, really happy it ended up in the show. Uh, yes. The song is a lot to me, and,
1: and I'm So happy that people are loving it. Oh, we are too. I'm happy for you. Well, get some sleep. Go kick some butt. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Kat. Thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. See See you soon. Well, guys. Kat McNamara, what an angel, literally. We love her. We love this entire cast, um, and we love you guys. We're going to skip predictions because we're running out of time. But
2: It's going to get dark. Yeah, it's good. things are going to get dark, things <laughs> are going to get
1: crazy, and I'm hoping a little sexy. So that's what I think. Let us know what you guys think. We love reading the comments even when the show isn't on. Yeah. So keep Send on commenting. Tweets. Where can everyone find you on social media, Becca?
2: Send me tweets, theories, predictions, everything, at Becca B Talks TV on Twitter. And you guys can
1: find me, and Instagram, (laughs) you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, SamD43, on Twitter and Instagram, samdavidsonentertainment.com. Don't forget to follow Dakota T. Jones at Mr. Dakota Dakota T. Jones (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram. We love it when people binge watch and comment later. So continue to do that and tweet at us when you're binging this. We love hearing from you. On that note, guys, we will see you in a few months for season three. Thanks for tuning in, Shadow Squad. Bye.